Can uh can someone explain to me the the bean thing, the Goya thing? I don't know what this is all about. <laughs> I mean, the bean brand owner said nice thing about Trump, correct? Is it really he's, any more complicated he's like than a, that? He's like a right-wing Cuban or something like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. It's really yeah. more complicated like, than that, I don't think. And like people are like boycotting them now? or Yeah. Uh, apparently. Well, and some people are boycotting, and some people are buying Goya for the first time in their lives in bulk. For, for yeah, example, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> a bunch of white suburbanites are, who will not wear masks are I'm flooding like, every Mexican market in the country. Sort of happy for them, I guess. Like it's like it's probably good for them to try new foods. Yeah, no, they should. They should, uh, you know, go to the butcher counter and you know get some of the good shit <laughs> i guess i well i saw a picture today of um i think it was ivanka trump posing with a posing with a can of beans mm-hmm. yeah it's um, beautiful i like awesome. i saw the image and i saw a headline having to do with it being uh, a potential like ethics violation or something like that like, yeah no wow. absolutely okay um, did you see the picture of Donald Trump, like, smiling, like, giving a thumbs up with, like, a line of Goya products? There's, like, a, a yes. can of beans and a can of something else and, like, a box of, you know, whatever. The, uh, re- reminiscent uh, of the the, ta- the taco salad photo. Reminiscent of the taco salad photo and also the uh, the fast food uh, oh, like oh, just like the I'm giant hungry. pile of uh, even, McDonald's. I, I can't yes. even think about that photo without wanting McDonald's. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, what were you going to say? Well, speaking of like the McDonald's, right? Like on a scale of like, uh, you know, the State of the Union speech to the uh, um, handsome quarterback McDonald's dinner, like how happy was Trump? <laughs> State of the Union being like, oh my God, I have to stu- I have to make this stupid speech. I'm so not happy right now. They fucking put me with a bunch of tranquilizers and shit <laughs> and then and then the handsome quarterback mcdonald's dinner sure. which is like the best moment of his life no way he's eating those beans without ketchup on them um, <laughs> i don't know that i would necessarily say that he's happy or un- maybe he's happy maybe he thinks that it's like now he has like a brown friend you know the, the you know beans I mean? are his his brown friends the beans. no no it like it it symbolizes hispanics to him correct right. correct like, um the, the cubans who escaped from fucking fidel um <laughs> who have a you know bean food product thing they like me so all latinos like me now right i hope donald trump starts saying latinx i don't think that there's any. Awesome. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Awesome. Stop it! Stop it! Stop I, it! No when, more of when that. When he when he when he's giving speeches at his rallies, he's saying when he's saying folks, he says it with an X specifically. Yes. All right, all right. This he this joke is very very nearly over. This joke is very nearly. Over. Listen, there's no way that Donald Trump didn't know that he had Cuban allies. If you know what I mean, like there's no way he didn't already know that. Um. So, which I think complicates this, right? Like, because you know, he's probably got like generational family connections to like business owners who got executed in the Cuban Revolution, right? Like, that's my just 
superficial read there. So he knows he's got like wealthy Cubans already. He's wasn't just really he's just really glad that he can an immigrant. What? Wasn't his grandfather from Germany? I can't remember if it's his grandfather or not. It's either his grandfather or his father. Um, I can't remember. I literally can't remember. And I'm already drunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry sure, for that, okay. by the way. I'm pretty sure it's the grandfather. So, I mean, I mean, he, he definitely had mob ties. I don't know, like, how yeah, far yeah, back yeah, they yeah, yeah, going, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay, someone, journalists need to, whatever, need to figure out, um, the Trump family ties to pre-revolution Cuba. Right? That'd be cool. That'd be that would be good, good reading. I have this like tradition with a couple of my friends. I have this Puerto Rican friend, and she. It's really hard to explain this, but she has um always she had this kitten, and yearly she takes photos with um uh like the jar of adobo the. Goya adobo, right? To show yeah. how big the cat has gotten. And so we've always <laughs> taken these these adobo pictures with our cats to show how big our cats are. And now we're just gonna have to rethink that whole thing. You should um you That's should cute. retweet I'll... all of your adobo photos right now. Okay, I'll find some, I'll post them to Twitter and then we can Yeah. <laughs> we can we can post we can post my uh my Trumpist cat uh promotions of Goya to yeah, to the Twitter. Yeah. Ricky's Ricky's cat is canceled now. Yeah, yeah. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. Uh, it's me, Benjamin Klon. We've also got Alex Hori and Ricky Reynolds and Matthias Bremer. Uh, what's today? Fuck. Uh, today is Thursday, July 16th. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. To follow up on some uh, on a story that we talked about last week um, regarding uh, Harper's Restaurant and Brew Pub, which uh, is uh, was which, which made national headlines for being a uh, COVID-19 su- uh, super spreader. I'm sorry to correct you, uh, Ben. Global headlines. Global That's true. That's true. Global headlines <laughs> for being a COVID-19 super spreading center. Uh, the Michigan Liquor Control Commission is now calling the owners of Harper's in for a hearing um, to answer questions regarding the steps it took or failed to take relative to complying to Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive order allowing bars and restaurants to reopen. And so Harper's will have to, quote, demonstrate to the commission that its plan for reopening will protect its patrons and employees from another outbreak at its establishment. So I I don't know what's going to happen with this. They're probably just going to, I mean, I don't think anything's going to happen with Harper's. They're probably just going to reopen um, and do the same thing that they did last time. But I'm really, I'm, I'm really hoping that the commission will just have the bar fucking bulldozed. Wow, that's a lot of um, rage. I mean, I, I don't know about the bar being bulldozed. I mean, I, here's the thing. I guess like for me. I just kind of wish that, you know, we kind of all understood just you, if you're going to be in a closed space for a prolonged period of time, like that's not great. Like you need to be like going outside or like having like windows open or something like that. I don't think the windows open helps with the exposure. I think like what yeah. you're trying to say is we should not have bars open. 
Okay, yeah. listen, if I were a pro small business leftist, which I am not, I'm like, seize them. Were I such a leftist, I would say that it's not fair of the state to blame this on businesses who are just trying to survive with, not that they're not also getting like a lot of money from the state compared to me, but right, like this isn't necessarily fair to, I mean, every business that's opening is taking the same risk that they're taking, at least for the opening for the occupation. They will likely not face any serious penalties is my guess mm-hmm. you know the other thing could be that they do face like a steep fine of some kind to like make an example but i guess it depends how punitive the prosecutor is mm-hmm. well in my opinion i i think that it serves the state's interest to make an example out of just a random ass business that happened to get fucked over the most by this right yeah. Because I, then they don't have to take any responsibility. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Is they're they're going to make a fucking show about this and blame it on like individual. It's always it's about a our decision. Show trial. Yeah, <laughs> sure, fine, whatever. But you know, it's always usually we're making this about like people who decide not to wear masks or people who are going to Disney. Oh, we could talk about Disney World, right? Like uh, the people who make the decision to go to Disney World or the one bar in East Lansing that is open and popular or whatever, right? Rather than just just like telling the state not to let bars open and to give people more relief or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys see that like Disney World ad? Like welcome Which home one? ad? Uh, yeah, yeah. That shit is like straight out of like Starship Troopers. Like seriously. Yeah. Like that Welcome in- Home. In fucking saying, <laughs> it's like it's 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 it reminded me like it, I think I talked about this before like um it reminded me of watching the NFL dra- uh, draft this year like the like the uh, COVID like first responders like uh like propaganda like it's just like very 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 weird. It's very, very weird. Like, we have, like, these separate classes of people who are, like, expect, like, it's just, it's just very, very bad where you have, like, one segment of the population that gets to work from home Mm -hmm. and then another segment of the population that's, like, you know, going out and exposing themselves and they're not making, like, a hazard pay wage right now. Everybody should be making it, like, and that's, like, I wish that, you know, the federal government was, like, doing something about that, right? Like, where everybody Mm -hmm. who's, like, working in those conditions right now is like getting like a Mm-mm. fair wage. It doesn't matter. It's like sixty thousand dollars base. That's what I'm trying to say. Um. First of all, Alex, are you also drunk or is it just me? I'm like getting there. I'm okay. Like getting okay. There. Just checking. I like, I, I like started like a little bit like before the podcast, and then I like stopped because I didn't want to be too drunk. But now I'm like two beers drink. I'm uh, uh, I'm only I'm only drinking Dude. on the streams. I mean, I think um, it reminds me of what happened in Vegas. I actually don't know what's going down in Vegas right now. I'm just, like, blissfully not paying attention. But, right, when when they first reopened casinos and shit in Vegas, I remember sending Ben a couple of videos of just, like, people filming going through the casinos as usual, right? Uh, Which are already just, like, this highly unreal experience of just getting lost in this, like, endless interior space. And the only people wearing that... This was, like, a month ago, right? This has been a while. And the only people wearing masks were the workers which at that point right arguably arguably a month ago was safer yeah that's true i'm curious what's going on in vegas i'm just kind of tuning it all out um oh man oh man it's well in vegas it's i mean in 
you know, in that case, is okay, so we see these photos where the only people using PPE are the workers, but what do we say about masks, right? What's the conversation we have? Masks are to protect other people from you, right? So yeah, but the, the workers know that. I think the workers know that, right? Um, mm-hmm. At this point, right? The workers mm-hmm. know that we wear masks to protect, for the most part. It does help, but it's mostly to protect other people from anything that you might be breathing out. It's fucked up, right? It's fucked up. There's nowhere we can take this conversation. The answer is it's it's fucked up. No, yeah, seriously. Like I make it a point where to like every time that like I interact with like a service worker, like I'm definitely in my mask. Yeah, Alex and, wears the N95s all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wear the N95 when I'm like going into like Meyer or something like that. But like when I, if I'm like at the drive-through, I'll put on like the uh, regular like cloth medical mask. Yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. the la- the job that I had before the one that I have now. Um, which I quit like, you know, a couple weeks, like three weeks ago. Like, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I was uh, like, I was, as far as I could tell, I was the only person at the place I worked at uh, who regularly wore a mask. And it was driving me fucking insane. Uh, that is completely insane. Yeah. That is completely insane. Yeah. And like, I kind of lost my shit like once or twice just talking to my coworkers saying like, you know, the, the mask is not to protect me from you. It's to protect you from me. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things that really only works if everyone's doing it, but no one's fucking doing it. So it's almost yeah. like it doesn't even matter. And it, I think it's worth pointing out that we talk about masks as PPE, but it's not because it's not actually protecting the workers because we don't actually have any way to protect workers. We don't have ways to protect workers, except... They could walk around in biohazard suits. I mean, I'd be down if the state wanted to promote that. I'd be they really down. walk around in snorkeling gear. <laughs> Wasn't that what Chick-fil-A was doing for a little while? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Or, or like an old-fashioned like snorkeling gear with those big helmets. That would probably actually be much safer. Like ten thousand leagues under the sea. Yeah, you're talking about like the big metal, the big metal helmet with the glass yes. window. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Like the ghost on Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, I mean, really, like if you look at, I remember when this all really, really started in the beginning. I followed all the every article I could find about what was going on in China pretty closely, and. Though what we know now about, um, like, for example, how it lives on surfaces and stuff is kind of moved away from that. But really, like, every every official in, in other nations had, like, extensive PPE, right? And I don't really know how much that would work based on what we know now. But if you, wa- if you watched China four months ago, people were, like, decked out, right? Um, provided by the state and stuff. And we just, we can't even get, we literally can't even get like stay at home precautions anywhere in this, in the nation. Yeah. Well, uh, about three days ago on Monday, governor Gretchen Whitmer's, uh, mask mandate went into effect and now, uh, everyone's required to, everyone is required to wear a mask in any public place, uh, indoors, or risk being issued a citation. Uh, I think some people have already been fined for not wearing masks. Is that right? Have you guys heard have about you, this? Uh, I mean, I've heard about it, but I haven't heard about any yeah, precautions yeah. yet. Have any of you experienced Wait, so this in only, person yet? It's only indoors. I th- mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's uh, like any indoor public area. I think it also said like crowded outdoor. Which yeah, is crowded a, outdoor. A, that's right. Interpretation. 
No, but um, you, did yeah, you guys hear about that? Stupid as hell. Did you guys hear about that person who like uh got stabbed because he got into an argument with somebody mm. who wouldn't wear a mask? Yeah, this, 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 this happened. This yeah, local. this happened here in Lansing. So basically. Uh, at the at the quality dairy that's like on the corner of Lansing Road and uh, Canal, uh, this like seventy seven year old dude who was uh, a customer at the quality dairy, he was wearing a mask and he confronted another customer who was not wearing a mask, saying, "Hey." wear a fucking mask and they got into an argument and the guy who wasn't wearing a mask uh stabbed the guy the 77 year old guy who was wearing a mask and uh so the the guy who wasn't wearing one fled and ended up being shot and killed by i think it was eaton county uh, an eaton county sheriff's deputy later that night Really, a lot to unpack here, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like in, insanity. I, think, wow. I mean, I I do think wow. we should. This is like um, a peak example of treating the mask problem as an individual problem. Is we're just gonna get fucking gunfights, and also yeah. I will have to say that it, that guy shouldn't have stabbed that other guy. However, uh, excessive force, in my opinion. Uh, on the cops part. Yeah, yeah. We also no, probably should explain to our audience what quality dairy is. Yeah, and uh, wait. So did the did the old man die? Did no, he die? no, no. He's no, he's no, in no. stable condition. Damn. So that is like really excessive force. Then, like, it yeah. isn't even murder. Yeah, I mean, for, attempted for, murder is pretty bad, but like, yeah, it, it definitely. Is, I don't want. I don't like, want anybody like getting summar, summar, summarily executed for any crime. So correct. Yeah, no, there has to be like a uh, justice system for those uh, for those who are listening who aren't aware for those who are listening who aren't aware. Uh, Quality Dairy is a uh, chain of convenience stores here mm-hmm. in mid michigan um, and they do serve dairy they produce and serve dairy yes they in, do in mid michigan and lansing based they are very they're very popular for their ice cream mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they are but what yeah. they're also what we here call a party store but we in lansing call them quality dairy specifically cuties yeah rkd for short right mm-hmm. and then like um but yeah i just like going back to what you said about like this being seen as like an individual's like responsibility ricky mm-hmm. like this goes literally all the way back to when the world health organization was the Mar- like the marxist world health, health organization yeah the marxist world health organization was waffling on like whether or not we should be wearing ma- whether or not we should be wearing masks or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. And why was it? So this is a really important point. Maybe we've talked about this already, but um, people are like, blah, blah, blah. Dumbass Americans don't trust experts. Well, it does seem to matter to me that the experts, uh, their advice has been ideological from the beginning, right? There's a good reason why Americans don't. Well, and practical in that sense, right? The the easiest explanation of that is the World Health Organization um, told us not all to use masks because there was a global mask shortage whether or not that's true right well it's um, not even it's not even whether or not like there was like a global like uh there probably definitely was obviously because number one all that stuff is made like 
just immediately like as uh the demand is like there's no stockpiles of that stuff anywhere it's just all sold immediately so that's number one but number two is why is there no stockpiles because it's like an ideological choice right and it's like the only reason why the world health organization wasn't going to say everyone needs to wear a mask was because largely the united states and the western european countries did not have the capability to make sure that every person in their countries had a mask. Mm-hmm. And that's just like the bottom yeah. line. Yeah. Um, I think to explain what that ideological force is, right? It's not necessarily ideological as much as it is just material in that we can't have a government that's prepared for a health crisis because that goes against the bottom line of the healthcare industries, right? It's being right. We can't have a government that supplies masks to people that is um, completely in contradiction with our entire state structure, right? And capitalism. Uh, quick aside, as a Marxist and an American, um, I also hate experts and don't listen to them ever. But uh, I'm doing great, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, like experts. Experts are all just like they, they all need uh, like money for their grants, and the way they do that is <laughs> like schmooze politically. So this is making me think of this Tumblr post. If you know shit, fuck you. <laughs> if you know shit, fuck you. Yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> this is why I'm committed to never knowing anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Socrates, uh, the oracle said Socrates was the wisest because he knew that he didn't know anything. So How did that work out for him? He, Soc- he literally got executed for being annoying. <laughs> he knew too, he knew too much. You can't yeah, know anything yeah. or else it's hemlock for you. Do you guys yeah. have a position on whether or not like Socrates is a real person? What? You know Stop. That? I don't want to talk about that. Of course he was a real person. What? There's debate about that. How do that. you know that? How do you know that Socrates was a real person? Um, How do you know that? A lot of people say that Plato just made him up. What? What? I don't believe that. This is fucked up. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, okay. How would, there, how would there be no contemporaneous <laughs> uh, evidence contradicting There isn't it? any contemporaneous uh, evidence of Socrates. Stop, stop. This is fucking me up. I don't like this conversation. Okay. Well, so I, I, th- I think that... I refuse to entertain this. I, I absolutely refuse. Uh, you know, these these masks... I think that it is, it is good that states are starting to uh, enforce mask wearing. Uh, however, Dianne Feinstein announced today that she is going to be introducing... An amendment to the coronavirus relief bill that's going to be that's going to be voted on supposedly at the end of the month uh, that would essentially uh, bar states that do not implement mask mandates from receiving stimulus funding. Which, well, were you going to say something, Reggie? Yeah, I'm just um, angry about this. Yeah, it's total fucking horseshit. I mean, this yeah. is this is real. Th- I mean, this this is just this is going to drive even more people to vote for Republicans now. When you, when you have Democrats basically trying to implement these measures, which uh, they say are for public health, but I mean, is really the only thing it results in is pu- is fucking punishing poor people. Right, right. Yeah. Like, especially if we're talking about okay, so where are they not doing mask mandates? Right, I'm just guessing. Thing, but we can assume like the South. Can we say the I South? I think Georgia is one of them that is not. 
Georgia is a really good example of the failures of democracy, right? Uh, so it's one. I mean, who dies of this virus? Like, is it people who can vote? Sometimes, uh, maybe sometimes. not statistically. Maybe in, not in Georgia. Hard to say. There's it a lot of voter suppression in the South for people of color who are right. also who's dying the of, most at risk here. Who's dying in Michigan of this virus? Just uh, what are we the biggest in the country for? Members of the DeVos family. Oh, I wish. I really wish. In Michigan, we you know we have the most Sadly, prison deaths no. around around um, this issue, right? So people in prison are dying. People in nursing homes oh. are dying. People who are poor, which in Georgia would be people who can't vote. In a lot of times, right? Uh, so that's lovely, right? Um, let's punish. I mean, we love to do this. Let's not act like this isn't just like the bottom line for the Democratic Party is pu punishing poor people for not being mm -hmm. able to vote. Yeah. 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 I just hope that, like, I just really hope that the Democrats, instead of like doing this kind of stuff, are just like, they really just start because Donald Trump is definitely going to have like another stimulus, like right before the election. And they need to be the ones like, they need to be, he cannot highball them. If he somehow gives like more money than the Democrats are offering to every like person, that would be He's like going to. so bad. That He's would going be so, to. That needs to be the number one priority, I feel like, for the Democrats right now is like not. do not let him do that. He's going if, to if he does that, that is like I, I'm, I'm going to be very, very scared. <laughs> I'm going to be very scared. <laughs> well, one thing I wanted to say is that I, I know that this isn't like a one-for-one -one comparison, but this amendment that Feinstein wants to, that one, that Feinstein is going to introduce, really reminds me of, it, it kind of has the same air as like the U.S. sanction regime on like other countries. Yep. It, we're basically, you know, we are uh, denying them resources uh, for not complying with the U.S. Hege hegemonic agenda. Um, yeah. And the only people who really suffer the consequences of these sanctions are the poor people who don't have any power. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing that it is using, um, you know, not only is it cruel and just uh, completely ethically bankrupt, but... Um, it's also just like to to it's it's like virtue signaling of like the highest degree you know virtue signaling I'm not I'm not I'm not kidding you know because mass sure, sure, you're right this a, is the like real this is the real virtue issue, signaling. yeah 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 you know culture war is the real virtue signaling you're right you're and, right and and she you know I'm sure that you know, she introduced this. I don't know if she thinks she'll get it passed. I kind of doubt that it will. But, um, you know, she certainly looks good to every, uh, you know, rich suburban Democrat who, uh, you know, can't understand why those people won't wear masks, you know? Yeah, and it's important to, like, just always recognize as well that a lot of these, like, red states are also, like, the poorest states. And it's like a lot of those people, like, don't vote. And that's like by design. Or can't, can't vote, right? Yeah. Can't vote. Yeah, uh, right. Like can't vote, and that's well, by design. Yeah, I mean, that's... plus the like this measure is not necessarily is not even necessarily punishing people for not wearing masks. It's punishing these people for having governments that will not require them to wear masks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 
what do we think? I mean, I guess we already talked about this to some degree, but um, really. requiring people to, re- to wear masks is also just like punishing people for not wearing masks, right? Which I think is like, okay, in this scenario, I'm not that mad about it, but yeah. that too is kind of the same kind of logic, right? Mm-hmm. What are yeah. like? Yeah, but I mean, at least people have the individual ability to uh, do something about it that's fairly... Uh, yeah. Painless and inexpensive. And I, my interpretation of what's going on in Michigan, as I remember, is that it's actually penalizing businesses who don't require it also, right? Is that, not, is right. that correct? So, yeah. Yeah. That's like, and, and that's something I'm like definitely more interested in in terms mm-hmm. of enforcement, mm-hmm. right? I'm not very interested like in like targeting individuals for not wearing a mask because mm-hmm. like you we've already seen this in new york right like that will inevitably like white people are going to be getting yeah white people are going to get away like away with it and like black people are going to be disproportionately targeted so it's it's like we gotta like it's it's definitely right, right. it's it's we gotta like definitely parse this out yeah i mean it's it is not a a great thing ever to give uh cops any more reason to interact with individuals interact uh, with yeah yeah uh, Yeah. (laughs) every interaction is a chance for them to commit a horrible violent crime that they will never be charged for that is a really important thing to remember when we talk about abolition right what what's the what's the cause of police violence what's the number one cause of police violence Police. Police. Inter- having to interact with a cop. That is what is the cause of police violence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it would be much cooler if we could just close businesses and all not have to pay rent for like the next six months. That would be cool. That would be very cool. Di- do you think that Diane Feinstein will listen okay, to well, my Ricky, pitch? Ricky, okay. I, feel, I feel you on that. Okay. But, okay. Also, but also, like, just like, we don't have the infrastructure to, like, feed everybody. Mm-hmm. We don't have like, the infrastructure to not evict people. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, leaving the businesses open, like, like food and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, and also, you know, just, I'd like, be happy to just go back to just take out. I mean, that wasn't perfect, but that was something, right? Right. I mean, just like that, that's kind of like, what I I'm get a lot of about. takeout, to be honest. Same. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not even just like takeout, but also like the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. Like, some mm-hmm. businesses, like, there, there needs to be something like you're i wish that we lived in a like place uh total command economy where like the state controlled literally everything all right but like we don't live in that like we do not live there right now mm-hmm. you know so it's like we gotta work in the like conditions that we're allowed to so and, we have like, to keep harper's open I'm not saying we have to keep Harper's open, but I just want a like we actual engagement. Do on not. This. <laughs> I just want an actual not. like engagement. Like yeah, just yeah. like But I mean I, we do with it with um as a republic we have we have more state power to take over private enterprise than we acknowledge, right? Yeah. Um, it would be super cool if we could um, engage that state power. Not to be a tanky or whatever, but it would be really cool if we... Not to be a tanky, but it would be cool if we could, like, feed people. 
No, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like I said this before, like using that state power to like subsidize wages, mm-hmm. like would be a very yeah. simple way. Like whether those people were, are working or not. Mm-hmm. And that's like the very simple way to do it. And those bills were on the floor mm-hmm. and they just mm-hmm. didn't go, and they didn't get passed. So like, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. You Mint know, the coin. Like, Ugh, I, I mean, like if we just, yeah. if we just had done that, we yeah. would be in an entirely different position right now. Yeah. An entirely we, different position. We have to remember that it was an entire bipartisan re- regime that opposed any of those things. And those were still reformist, like social Democrat kind of approaches, right? Mint exactly. the coin. Give people a regular check and rent, re- I'm, rent I'm forgiveness instead of rent. Here. Really. I'm yeah, being yeah, pragmatic yeah. here. I'm these not are, being these ideological are, at these are all. Not, we're joking about being tankies. These are social Democrat approaches in an emergency, right? They look like what we did a million times in our history in the 30s and the 40s, right? These are these are not leftist solutions. And there was a massive, massive, very powerful capital backed bipartisan movement to oppose them and let us continue to die for a very long time. Not just continue to die, but to continue to deprive us of fun and a true organic, real human experience at the bar, for example, barbecues. Alex, shout out to the boys barbecue, yeah. right? All of these things that barbecue? were depressing. I just want to see you guys in person and hang out. That's all of all these things, is. we can't have them because of this opposition, this this bipartisan capital-backed opposition, right? Speaking of barbecue, did you guys hear what happened to Riot Ribs today in Portland? No. No. Ugh, Portland. What's that? There's, uh, so there's this, uh, this uh, barbecue tent called uh, Riot Ribs, which in, in Portland, which was uh, serving, was, which is basically serving up free food to anyone who asked for it in the park uh, since the 4th of July. And uh, this park uh, where they were operating out of uh, had a lot of people living there, including homeless people, many of whom were volunteering uh, for, for, the, for this like, free food operation. And today the cops came in and arrested a bunch of people, basically mm-hmm. gave everyone a 10-minute warning to get the fuck out. And they ended up arresting like nine people, uh, one of whom was still sleeping in their fucking tent uh, when they came in. Do you know? You do you all know what's going on in Portland right now? No. I'm gonna um, pause for a second because I want to paraphrase something that a f- Portland friend of mine said. But um, basically, it's just like an absolute nightmare military, uh, just um, takeover of the city, um, totally unregulated by anything other than the president. Um, I'm gonna pause though, because so, I have to find this post because. Maybe I can't. Um, it's really, really bad. And the, and the media is not covering it, but there's like a lot of... Um, it's crazy to me, right? To, to see what that... What is the um, media por- covering? What is the media? Yeah, yeah. That, that's an important point, right? <laughs> I actually right? have something to talk about on that note. Please, please share. Um, do you guys know that... Um, what's her name? Mary Trump? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we're going to that now? Well, I mean, that's what that's what the news is covering. Mm, that's what that is, is that what the really news what is covering. Oh what is my the news? That's a good question. What is the news covering? I, I, was just, I was just upstairs and my mom was watching um, MSNBC and Rachel Maddow had Mary Trump on um, to interview her. Uh, during which she released the bombshell, the bombshell that <laughs> Donald Trump has said the N-word 
and anti-Semitic slurs. Ooh, sure. Big surprise. Big shocker. Shocker. Um, and um, when it switched to Lawrence O'Donnell, he's like, like with the gravitas of um, you know, what's his name declaring Vietnam lost. He's like, Donald Trump has said the N word. <laughs> Like at some point in his life, he, he didn't say at some point in his life, but it's like you know implied. And I was like, "This is the stupidest shit ever." Can, can oh one of you can one of you make a joke in this format of um, <laughs> Donald Trump go on Dirtbag Left podcast? Oh no, we're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> You understand the joke, okay? I, I thought I would toss that one to Donald you. Donald Trump, go on State of the Revolution. <laughs> sure, oh, please come don't. On. <laughs> we are I not. Would, I would we be are honored, not. Mr. Okay, we're not. We're we're not. We're not one of those dirtbag podcasts. That's true. Not but one they of all, those. All, all these idiots listen to them though. In, don't be in, fooled. In the early in the early episodes, you might have heard that, but you know. What? We heard what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that the podcast when Allie was on. Oh, oh yeah. Did Allie say the the N word? She on did, the pod? yeah. Yeah. She she can. She, she can, can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um good for her. I, re- actually. I remember um Joe uh Joe said it once and um Liano who who uh, co-owns the website that we publish this podcast on? He called me to say, "Hey, I got a I got a call from from Pernick uh, because uh, someone on the podcast used the N word, and I just I'm sorry, I just I just have to ask." And I'm like, "Yes, yes, he was black. You don't have to worry." It's yeah, okay. yeah. The, the context here is that State of the Revolution is actually a pretty racially diverse dirtbag left podcast. Um, That's true. Just, you shout, can't you can't really see me. us. Um, yeah, you can, well, you can you see can us on tell. Sundays on our live streams. But. You can, you can. <laughs> um, and I will say that, like, when I started going to Dirtbag Left uh, events locally, I felt like... Um, I would I would had been told by the internet and by Twitter that like all of all of the like uh, downwardly mobile fail son leftists no offense to you guys were you know like white rich dudes but then it turned out that that like literally just wasn't the case <laughs> that's just a way to like literally like silence my Palestinian friends <laughs> that's all that is wow outing me yes. right there okay <laughs> it's, tr- it's true though shout out to the diversity of the dirtbag left. Hell yeah. true. Ricky, did you have a, are you still trying to find that post about Portland? I mean, I'm pulling up some articles, but basically there's like been a lot of federal, I don't know if it's military or police presence in Portland. Um, I'm looking at this local news article. Um, and so this, someone from the whole, Homeland Security said that they were in Portland because Portland has been under siege for 47 straight days. Um, And what I'm hearing from friends on the ground is that basically, like, protesters are being disappeared, right? Unmarked vans, um, just total unrelenting police violence. And this is from the federal level. This is not the Portland police. And my friends in Portland have had a hard time talking to their local representation to get them to listen because from the beginning, obviously, their local representatives have not been uh very open to the protesters as it goes but at the same time i think local government in portland does not want to be under siege from the federal government does not want to be occupied by the military but there's not a lot that they can do um 
So I'm just going to read this. So who is this? This guy's name is, um, I'm, let me check the date. This is July 16th. That's today. This is from KATU, which I'm assuming is a Portland or an Oregon local news website. And um, this guy, his name is Chad Wolf. He's the acting secretary of Homeland Security. His name is apparently Chad Wolf. Good for him. Uh, Here's a little quote in this article. He says, a federal court. So I guess there was um, actions, quote unquote, damaging the federal courthouse. Right. Um, And he says a federal courthouse is a symbol of justice. To attack it is to attack America. And such as the um, Mm. the um, explanation for why the literal fucking federal military has to come and take over Portland. So I've heard some ugly shit from my friends. I have a lot of punk friends in Portland, as all punk do ex-punks um but i haven't really seen the media covering this exactly right um i've only been hearing about it from my friends in portland and it seems horrible like really really scary and ugly well the police seem to have ceased covering any police violence at all actually yeah, I mean, I think I want to talk about this. I have, um, I've been having a lot of strategy conversations about this problem because of my work with the tenants union and also just leftist organizations. We are in this moment where people believe that things are not happening anymore, that the uprisings have down, died down because the media, like capital M media, is not covering it anymore. And so we're all trying to make decisions about how to what to do about that, right? We can't rely on the news coming to cover us. We can't rely on people caring nationally. But um, it is true that the media, I mean, I don't know, some of you have parents, so I'm assuming you watch news more. The media is not really letting on that there is still an uprising going on. But there no, is in, in many places. All. And we're worried. Um, I told Alex, actually, I didn't want to talk about this this week, so I want to wait it out a little. But um, I'm working on the eviction crisis that's about to happen. And we're really worried because we've been relying on the strategy of getting attention Right, making a spectacle out of the violence of eviction. Um, but the state knows that, right? The state and the media knows that it's good for us if people in America see how violent evictions are and how many of them are happening at once. So all of the things going on, the media reaction, Whitmer's fucking fake ass moratoria those are designed to make it so that we don't notice when evictions are happening or other kinds of police violence right uh when in reality what's going to happen is all these people are going to become homeless and this is exactly really closely related to the police violence happening on the street right that the news is not covering unless it's to scare people about antifa no yeah it's going to be especially like scary right like you were talking about it in the meeting you had, uh, mm-hmm. earlier today like if they trickle down mm-hmm. like if they really trickle the evictions mm-hmm. that's like, yeah that's going to make it really difficult like for us like, what we want to see effort. yeah we'll talk about this in later episodes as things develop but what we actually want to see because no matter what evictions are bad we want to stop them and they're violent we would like to see them being very messy and happening all at once because there is um Um, movement building power in that right there is power in understanding that evictions are state violence police violence and that people don't understand this people are still we're starting to see articles come out but people do not understand the scale of the problem we're facing down right this is unlike i mean people keep saying we haven't seen anything since like this since the depression but i'm guessing that it's gonna we're going to see something worse or at least new compared to the depression. Yeah, I mean, right? the, the conditions yeah. are already escalating to or past like 
the worst points of the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be the worst thing that has ever happened and the most potentially transformative thing that has ever happened to any of us, right? At least us Americans. And they're doing everything they can to make that unintelligible, illegible, um, something that people can't see or understand as such. Um, So it's our job as leftists to remind, to tell people what it is and to show it to them. Yeah, Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. We have to red pill everyone. We do. We literally do. We do. Mm-hmm. August we do. through October yeah. is going to be like one of the most pivotal moments in American history. Yeah. Y'all ready? Our, Y'all ready? Li- our like po- August, our August through October. <laughs> listeners of State of the Revolution ready for that? It's going to be one hell of a ride. Like I already see it. Like it's August through October is going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be the end. You're going to see the end of like the summer in August, and then you're going to see the campaign and whatever like bullshit that's going on in September. Oh shit! And like, or the and, and no, 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 no. What's going to be going on in September is schools going in school, <laughs> school, and that's going to be a huge thing. School yep, yep, is going to yep, be yep. a huge fucking thing in this country. And then October is going to be the campaign heating up, and that's. That's, it's just going to be like, oh boy, oh boy. It's going to be a clusterfuck. All oh shit. gas, no brakes. Quick poll, quick poll. Uh, are we going to have an election in November? Like a regular ass yes. election? Yes, we are. They're going to they're gonna force it in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's our... Absolutely. Uh, what's going to happen? Are we going to like all die? Or are we just going to be sending in our absentee ballots i'm voting by mail yeah i'm voting by yeah mail. me too that sucks i love going yeah. in person that's one of my favorite social events of the year or whatever is yeah. go to the church and vote yeah. i i vote uh, i vote at a elementary school near my parents mm-hmm. house um yeah definitely always, don't go there <laughs> i always take my grandpa with me to vote i know this so fucking like sucks even the cool yeah. parts of democracy they took those from us <laughs> taking our grandpa to vote at the where is it that you vote out there? Uh, the the clerk? It's the it's, it's, a, it's like this like um yeah it is like a, a I think it's I Alex's think sometimes from, it's at the church but like there's like a clerk's office like right Alex's next to family is from a too. small last town so they yeah, should have know. they should have a permanent polling station set up in every district so that you can go every single day of the year and cast a ballot for <laughs> think, you know if there's not if there's nothing you know not a real election it can just have like some fake shit on it and then you can you know have the libidinal pleasure of voting I would I would really enjoy that i would do that very frequently i'm not gonna lie i've today i voted for mustard over ketchup honestly, does pineapple honestly. belong on pizza oh no my election of one says no yeah you should be able to get the results like instantly on a little receipt yeah yeah <laughs> you put it in and it says oh this is what you voted for isn't isn't this what we have facebook polls for and twitter polls mm-hmm. for twitter polls yeah. yeah no but you want to know what's um it is scary to think about right like we might not have the results for a couple days because of like a couple how days uh yeah i would say this is gonna be minimally a 2000 scenario right but we're just not going to oh, fight yeah. as hard as they did in 2000. I no, I think we're going to fight harder than 2000. Mm. I think it's going to be way worse so. than in 2000. Because I highly 
2000, mm. no, the economic conditions were not the same in 2000. No, no, no. I just mean... I just mean the the fight about that recount. I highly recommend if anybody wants to like reminisce on this the the introduction in Jane McAlevey's um Raising Expectations. Um, she This is a book about labor organizing, but there's this really fascinating introduction uh, where she talks about uh, going with the union, being assigned to go work on the recount stuff in Florida. And there was shit in there I didn't know about, right? She talks about um, trying to organize seniors at um, retirement homes to go um, protest for their vote, because this at this time in 2000, it was like elderly, retired Jewish people who voted Democrat, right? And they were very, very angry their vote wasn't getting counted. And then she talks about right-wingers showing up to these recounts and just smashing up tables and trying to ruin the recount so that people would give up. Really, really fascinating. And wow. I don't think that the unions and I don't think the Democratic Party is ever going to fight for... I mean, at that time, she says, you know, they gave up. They failed. They failed to actually fight that fight. I don't think our Democratic Party is going to fight even as hard as they did at that Absolutely point. I think they're going to give up. You know, yeah, Roger really, really Stone gonna... actually paid for some of those people. Okay. Like, I don't think the party is going to fight, mm-hmm. but I think the general public is going to be very, very, very angry. I continue to hope. I, I hope I, along I along honestly with you. think, no, because you want to know what? If we do not, like, if it's not a traditional election and we don't have, like, uh, like the vote, like the 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 result, like you know, like pretty soon, like reasonably soon, like we fucking invade that countries for like irregularities. For I know, like that. I know, I know. And there's I, there's I know. already so much widespread distrust of like the institution of American elections. Two thousand was a different point in history. We were not as economically like yeah uh, yeah nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, this is pre nine eleven. This, yeah, exactly. Like this is a way. This we're in a we're we're in a way different spot. It's gonna be like really fucking. It's gonna be a shit storm, no matter like what the result is. I hope so. I hope so. That's the most at this point. That that is the most that I can hope for. It would be great if this is actually the worst thing that happens in our lifetime. That would be great. Honestly, okay, like, Ricky, like, that's an optimistic point, and I hate to be the pessimist here, but we need to make sure that we're not going to be flat-footed like the left always is, right? Mm -hmm. We need to be, we need to have a vision, and we need to take it, like, we need to take hold of power. We need to figure out a way. Alex and I love to talk about vision. We're both very visionary. Vision quest. No, but like seriously, like we need to have an imagination. We need to be able Mm -hmm. to tell a story to people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about what it is going to be. And that's going to be the only, it has to be a dynamic story. It has has to be something that you can easily communicate. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way we're going to build power. That's like, we have to be able to be imaginative. We have to have the vision. 99% of the factional fights I get in, like, doing organizing or doing leftist work is about, uh, I'm like, this fucker doesn't have any imagination. This bootlicking son of a bitch can't imagine any meaningful future. Fuck this guy. Like, all of the fights I get into are that. <laughs> Alex can attest to it, because he's always the one backing me up. Mm-hmm. That's true. Capitalist realism should be required reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so all right, just all right. to switch gears here, uh, go. Well, we Matthias brought it up earlier, but we were planning on talking about uh, Mary Trump's new book, um, which was released, I believe, today, and has already sold almost a million fucking copies. 
There yeah. is a a microeconomy of uh, Trump expose novels. Which... At this point, it's not even a microeconomy. It's like half the fucking publishing uh, house of like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that true. that and um, publishing like a tome by J.K. Rowling <laughs> that no one wants. <laughs> Well, we have uh, we have uh, Mary Trump's book now. We also have we also have John Bolton's book, which has that been published yet? Ooh. It's been published, right? Because yeah. I I know that the White House is trying to stop it from coming out. Um, it, and then <laughs> I'm pretty time, sure people have read it. Yeah, Ben, the the first time I did karaoke with you, you wrote down your name as John Bolton. Yeah, in the <laughs> I always write down my name as some stupid bullshit like John Bolton or, or Elliot Abrams. Or Elliot Abrams. Abrams. Yeah, Elliot Abrams yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Could you imagine Elliot Abrams doing karaoke? <laughs> okay, well, if, if Elliot Abrams did karaoke, what would he be singing? Bom 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 around. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. No, that's that's McCabe. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> oh my god. Um Hava Nagila. <laughs> Stop it. All of you, stop it. I'm sorry I, der- I derailed this conversation. No, but see, okay, okay. Back to Mary Trump. Yes, okay. yes. I'm very annoyed, okay? What we're going to do is maybe I will read some of this book and maybe mm-hmm. some other people will read some of this book. Mm-hmm. Ricky, Matias, Ben, I'm looking at you. Let me... I don't know how to read, so... We're not, I'm not doing that. But I, I'll thank yeah, yeah. I will I will thank you for your service though. If we'll the audience demands, if the autumn audience yeah. demands a dramatic reading from because don't buy this ben fucking Macias. book, okay? Don't I'm sorry, it. just don't buy this book, okay? Because you want to know what? Like, don't worry yourself about the personalities. We need to worry about the structures. And we need to dismantle those structures. We need to write a really dramatic tell-all of the structures. That's the solution. That we need. Yes. I mean, we, yes. We need to write a tell-all about this tell-all. <laughs> um, no, when I when I was watching the news coverage of it, I kept thinking of this uh, line on E1 where someone said, wow, it's so powerful for you to speak out about what you've seen in order to get attention. <laughs> <laughs> And that is, that is literally what this is. That is absolutely what this is. But, uh, yeah, no, watching Joy Ann Reed and all these guys just, like, act as if it is news that Donald Trump is racist after they've been calling him racist. I also noticed for the first time that there is um, a um, very right-wing logic kind of like internal contradictions in these guys uh, in the liberal hatred of Trump, by which I mean that right-wingers, you know, when they talk about immigrants, they say like, oh, they're lazy, but also they're taking our jobs. It's like, well, which which is it? Are they taking right. the jobs or are they lazy? Um, and you'll notice that liberals love to talk about in this book, they're talking about like, Oh, Donald Trump, he doesn't do anything. He just sits around, uh, you know, he, uh, eating, eating McDonald's and golfing. Um, yet at the same time, he is like somehow this demonic puppet master who has engineered literally everything bad that has happened in this entire situation. No, it's- so this. Are you eating McDonald's, Ricky? Don't tell people what I'm eating. (laughs) (laughs) 
I told you that I was drunk. <laughs> That's dope. Okay. Listen, okay. No, okay, I do. Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm loving it. I'm going to say this. You you hit the nail on the head, Matthias. It's like the same thing, right? Because on the one hand, you have, right, like the, De- the Democratic Congress saying, like, Trump's the most, like, uh, 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 dangerous president in history and then give it like reauthorizing the patriot act giving him mm-hmm. like unprecedented yeah. surveillance powers mm-hmm. which is it which is it yeah. please tell me which is it they would like, give they would give a hitler the right to surveil everything and be like no it's okay because the leader of the sa will um you know he he's good well, if the powers that W. Bush put, gave the presidency were bad, then they would have to acknowledge that there were bad presidents before Donald Trump. Therefore, giving Donald Trump the powers outlined by W. Bush are like is like fine. It has to. Yeah, be fine. I mean, per that um, quote that I read during the live stream, um, you know, a lot of these people do not think that there has been a bad president. You know. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Donald Trump is the worst president in history. I'm not saying this hyperbolically. Bro, come on. That statement just makes my head explode. This book is interesting because isn't her angle kind of like that Donald Trump is terrible because look at like it's a family history, right? Of where his terribleness comes from. Okay. So she's a psychologist, right? Oh no. Okay. So go on. So they keep they keep talking about his father in this coverage, and like you know uh, how like uh, Donald Trump is like a uh, incapable of um, empathy because of like you know uh, the condition in I which love the this. family I love this. is raised. I, I know it's so insane. Right. They are so like, is this, is this lady? Their- is this lady just like publishing a book diagnosing her uncle? A, a, a kind yeah, of, yeah. kind yeah, yeah, of, yeah. diagnosing the family, um, and uh, yeah, and she's so a now, part of the family, so she, so she has intimate knowledge. That's true, mm-hmm. but that's what is angle. what is very funny is MSNBC is now becoming a bunch of like uh, armchair sci- uh, psychoanalysts, like Freudians, or like. Donald Trump's father. This whole thing is like intentional, though. They, I mean, on one hand, I mean, they need to psychologize Donald Trump. We've seen this from the beginning, right? Donald Trump is a narcissist. Donald Trump is blah 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 blah. Because then the ne- the problem is never capital, right? This is a really. I think this particular <sighs> example of a book in this whole fucking genre is probably going to be worse than the other ones because it's like. The problem is um, genetic. <laughs> oh, no. I bet you she made. We, Let's we see. We gotta to... read this shit and see if it's a genetic ar- argument. Oh my god! It, what That'd if it's really like funny. reverse eugenics, or it's like actually Germans are not good. It's still eugenics. It's a type of eugenics. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. I think I think its logic is eugenicist um, at its heart. But I say that about anything that involves like. Literally the acknowledgement of genetics, which I, I guess I suppose I must concede is a real thing, but I will call them all eugenics. Mary, Mary Trump's like, the racism gene is in my family, but it skipped, <laughs> it skipped me specifically. Someone, someone has was, to figure out if she says that. She was explaining like the racism thing. She was like, well, I grew up in a different part of like New York where it was like more diverse. And I'm like, 
Yo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You're a psychiatrist. Are you kidding me? Do you think she says generational trauma at all in this book? Um, I'm betting she does. No, she was talking about, like, I, there's some concept, I think, that she's, like, talking about, like, learned helplessness or something, but I don't think oh, that no. she... Yeah. Oh, no. Yes, yes. Look, it was really traumatic when Donald Trump's grandfather had to leave Germany because they lost World War II. <laughs> when, when, he had to leave, <laughs> when he had to immigrate to Argentina in 1943. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, Trump, Donald Trump's grandfather got to come to America because of Operation Paperclip. <laughs> No, that's probably, like, before, like, yeah. wasn't Donald Trump, like, alive? No, he wasn't alive for World War II, was he? No. Ben, Ben, that can't be true, because they have no useful skills whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you for your racism. I'm trying to figure out whether this bit is, like, chronologically correct it's or probably not. It's probably not. I'm just talking out of my ass. Um... Okay. It was a good joke. An Argentina Nazi joke is always funny. It is. It is. <laughs> we have no choice but to stand. There was a there was a Seth Rogen movie that came out like last year where uh, there's a scene, there's like a part in the movie where his character go travels to Argentina uh, and he's like at this fancy gala or like a uh, fundraising event or something and he walks in the room he's like he's like whoa I've never you know I've never been I've never been here before I think some of the people I think some of the guys who killed my grandparents are hiding out here somewhere it's a good joke it's um foolproof every time yeah. <laughs> um, evergreen baby Absolutely. Well, uh, before we before we close out here, I thought I thought it'd be fun to talk about uh, the hack that happened yesterday. Would you uh, Would you guys be interested in sending me some Bitcoin? Because if you Let send me clear. Bitcoin, send me Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you like your Bitcoin, you can make an investment. <laughs> Well, as I'm sure you've all heard by now, there was a there was a wave of uh, attacks on tons of verified Twitter accounts yesterday uh, that uh, was promoting a Bitcoin scam, where all these accounts started tweeting shit like, "Send me, send me one thousand uh, dollars in Bitcoin, and I'll send you two thousand back. Only, only for the next thirty minutes." And apparently, I mean, I, I guess a bunch of dumb shits actually fell for. It, and this person, whoever hacked these oh, accounts, made a ton of money. Scamming but this, is uh, so easy. Holy shit! This affected this. This started. This apparently started with the accounts of Bill Gates and Elon Musk, uh, but was soon found to have been affected uh, on the accounts of uh, Apple, Uber, Barack Obama, Jeff Bezos, Joe Biden, this rules. Uh, Kanye West, and Mike Bloomberg, and so many other people. Which it just—this is so fucking. Cool. I know you. You, you love no to see choice it. Choice but to stand, uh, and this time not sarcastically. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be. It's funny that like they targeted a bunch of like elite people's Twitter. That being said, Bitcoin is a fucking blight on humanity. <laughs> it fucking is. No, yeah, I mean, that's I'm actually being very crime. serious on this. It's a very serious. No, what Bitcoin is and what it does is a very fucking serious crime in terms of crime, climate change. Mm -hmm. Like, especially like the amount okay. of energy okay. it takes to like 
uh, mine this like worthless fucking piece of shit currency. Like, it, it, it's so, it's a blight on humanity and it's like literally burning the planet. Official position of the pod, fuck Bitcoin. Yep, fuck, that's why we don't. That's why we don't record at the fledge anymore. I really only. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot put that in here. I'm just joking. We love you, Jerry. I really only give a shit because of the uh, environmental impact. I think if these idiots wanted us like go uh, spend money on like a fake stock market, the stock market's already fake. So you know, knock yourself yeah, out. Yeah, it's all the same. It's, it's all the same exactly. It's like if right. every libertarian wants to get in a circular money firing squad <laughs> just bitcoin annoys the shit okay. out of me and it like and it like i have like friends who are like into it and it just annoys the fucking shit out of me i just wish they weren't so stupid but have you looked at the price of ethereum lately <laughs> or no, uh or like, dogecoin is that is that what it's like, called um, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No, but like, you know, it, it is funny though that Elon Musk was like, "Send me Bitcoin, or else you're a pedophile." <laughs> <laughs> the consequence of the is this? Have we confirmed this was related to the uh, the um, banning of the blue checks? No. Yes, I think that's what that's related. I think that because of this hack, because there was like an hour period where not all of the blue check accounts were disabled on Twitter, which was. As many people joked, uh, utopian. <laughs> that's, that's dope as hell. Those are, that's all of the people who shouldn't be allowed to voice their opinions. Yeah. Being rightfully censored. I think it was like once. a two-hour period. I think it was like a two-hour period where and like no verified account was allowed to post. That should be Incredible. a permanent rule. Yeah, I you agree. Get verified, and you're not allowed to tweet after that. You can retweet, but that's it. Maybe not even that. Then they all, when they all started coming back, they were all like, they had their <laughs> jokes about it ready. It was really <laughs> sad. They, 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 they had mm. two hours to come up with 500 tweets that they couldn't send. <laughs> it was pathetic, the whole thing. I'm really sad that I missed oh, it. God, everything about Twitter is pathetic. <laughs> I love it. It's I'm actually, great. I like try to talk up Twitter because I want Matias to be on it more. So, like, Twitter, Twitter's yeah, actually, know, it's so fun. Fu Twitter's great. It's fine. It's fine. And honestly, no, it, I, I hate to say this, but like, it's important because it makes you aware of the discourse. He's right. And the discourse. And the discourse is just, it's everything. You need to be aware of the He's discourse. Right. Discourse right. of who? Uh, factional. The discourse of yeah. Yes, you need to know left, all the different. Groups. You do have to know left factionalism on Twitter. It's important yeah. as leftists uh, that we are familiar with left factionalism. That's literally why we have our Twitter group chat to learn about I the fem cells. Yeah, we do have a <laughs> we do have a um, a left gossip Twitter group chat where we mainly talk about fem cells. The Liz is Liz Hey Bernard now, hey now, you're gonna get me assassinated. <laughs> you know, for once, for once, I have to say, I actually don't think that um, one should engage in such academic um, 
you know, because that is that's eventually where this shit trickles to is people start writing these idiotic mm. papers and teaching fucking sure. idiotic classes, you know. No, that's all over. The university's gonna crumble in like four okay. months. It's fine. Okay, fine, you know. It's the it's the best time because there's nothing left. But also I totally believe in uh just, you know, talking about things that do not matter theoretically. Yeah. Whatsoever. That's why you're on a podcast no. right yeah. now. Exactly. I exactly. you know, I haven't gotten into I haven't gotten into Twitter because like when I hear you guys talk about things that are happening on Twitter, like you're always like referencing these different people by like their Twitter handles, like all these people who I have no fucking clue who they are. And I just don't have like the time or the energy to invest in. But that's because you're not on Twitter. If you were on Twitter, then you know who you are. Ben is just not a dramatic person in the same way that Alex and I are. Alex and I want to know the the juice you know like, you do that's like yeah a motivating yeah. thing for us but that's not you i i mean this isn't a knock on you guys but i personally just don't really give a fuck you know i i couldn't care i less. really give a fuck <laughs> it's the only interesting thing in the world is the dumb shit that people say on twitter yeah that's that's very leo of you ben mm. just like you only give a shit about the day ones the what the day ones i don't know what that means Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It means you're like your close knit circle of friends. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Sorry. Were you going to say something with this? Um, well, I was just going to say, I suppose the one good thing about Twitter is that like, you know, in theory, anyone can post on it. Um, and so, you know, Supposed like you can have people posting, uh, you know, videos of what's happening in Portland, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like visual evidence confirming, you know, uh, police violence. Um, and then, you know, that's a good thing because in theory, right, it wouldn't get censored by Twitter because, you know, they benefit <laughs> from uh, serving as an arm of the state in certain regards um mm-hmm. so so in theory i think twitter is great but also it should have they should have never doubled the character limit should have never doubled the character well, limit. yeah and listen threads, whether I didn't... threads should be bannable what? a bannable offense to make a thread make a blog listen. post god damn listen listen whether you like it or not the left isn't Twitter left isn't the left, but the left is still happening on Twitter. And Twitter really, really, really matters when it comes to the left. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but it is the truth. And so if you want to have your finger on the pulse, you got to pay a little bit of attention. That's fair. And even if that's just me and Alex telling you the gossip after it happens. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that dynamic. No, but like my mom is a PhD candidate, right? And I keep telling her, like, you need to just be aware of the discourse. You're trying to get your mom on Twitter? Huh? Get your mom on Twitter. She is on Twitter, Mm. but she's like not using it correctly. Okay. I think your mom follows me on Twitter. Yeah, I don't, uh, even, she probably I don't does. even fucking use it. That's really cool. Ever since I started following all of these insane Catholics, uh, Twitter has been much uh, more entertaining. I will say that. I got. I made the really, really profound mistake of getting Matthias really into trads. 
and I regret it. But I needed someone to talk about trads with, and Matthias was perfect, but I ruined his life. You're taking credit, but I have always loved religion and religious that's psychos. That's true, that's true. That's why, that's why I went to you to talk to Vent about religious psychos. Yeah, like, Matthias no. will understand what I'm going through right now. I considered getting a, my degree in religions because I took like three classes. It does kind of piss me off that you're so interested in religion, but I can't get you to fast with me on Jewish holidays. Well, I've only you just never started. You asked me to. Okay, well, I've started to kind of like prime the pump a little. I'm trying. That's my goal. That's my 2021 goal is for you to fast with me on Yom Kippur. How long? One day. Yeah, sure. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. I've done longer fast for drugs. So exactly. Yes. I kept. I kept trying. I kept telling Matthias that like fasting for for spiritual reasons is a kind of drug, which I firmly believe, and I knew that that would sell him on it. Huh. Did I? Well, was I disagreeing of... with you? I don't know. I just want you to participate in Judaism with me. So. Well, we're on the topic of Jewish rights. When are we going to start Kabbalah? Yeah. Oh, um, my fucking book hasn't arrived yet. My Crowley book hasn't arrived yet. The boys are going to teach me Kabbalah. That's the next wave of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And maybe we can continue this conversation when we live stream on Sunday at Ooh, 8 yeah. o'clock p.m. Uh so we uh, we did a live stream this last Sunday, which was a lot of fun. I had a really good time. Um, went a lot better than I thought it would. And so we're going to be doing it again uh, this Sunday, the... Uh, where is it? Uh, the 19th. Uh, we will once again be streaming to Facebook, and you can find us on Facebook at State of the Revolution. We'll be streaming on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash State of the Revolution. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, which we won't be streaming on, at SOTRpod. Um, and if you want to give us your money, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash Progressive and uh, smash that subscribe button. Um Anyone else have anything to say before we uh, before we sign off? Be cool, guys. Be cool. <laughs> okay, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I just want you guys to have a good time and just like be cool. He does want that for all That's of all. you, you guys and ladies out there who are listening to the podcast. F- find and follow the most insane religious psychos online on every platform. And uh, no, no, not just not just the guys and not just the guys and ladies though. Also, the people. Who don't identify as like the guys and gals and non-binary pals sure okay yes i i hate something that rhymes okay all right well uh we'll see y'all we'll see y'all on sunday then bye 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 So I thought I'd take a chance of Bob Ram, Bob Ram.